Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Roots, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 88, which I guess would make it the Back to the Future episode. Don't ask me why. July 12th. uh, Phil. What's that? You looked a little gun shy, like you were waiting for somebody to interrupt you. Nope, nope. I'm never. I never look like that at all. Not even a little. July twelfth, twenty seventeen. This week's top Patreon supporters are Make Build Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy Deresta. Wow, that was, that was an awesome week, thing. So I thought I'd step it up this week since last week you were like, eh, you know. I thought that was homage to his new massive shop. It was actually no, a big I thought boat it was, coming in you know, right now. <laughs> that's what I was saying because I just watched Jimmy talk about uh, Tim and Vance on his thing where the shipwright and the thing and there were boats in the show and Tim went and that sounded like a foghorn. Yep. Yeah. And then they were, they were wearing onions on their belts, which was the style at the, the time. The style back then. Five yeah. bees for a quarter, you'd say. Uh, Trust in Timber, Sean Petty, <laughs> Scott Turner, Andrew Reed, Randall Denver, Greg Mead, Jim Rumsey, Chad Grossclaws, and Shane Bronson. Hey guys, how are you? What are you What are you working on there? Bill, why don't you go first? Um, Stop being so shy. What are you working on? Well, you know, uh, yesterday I, I had the opportunity. Saturday, uh, went to the gym. And it just, for some reason, it wiped me out. Because I, I had plans. Let's go to the gym. I'm going to come home. I'm going to start a project. It didn't happen. I went to the gym, came home, and sat down for the rest of the day. Because I was absorbing all of that energy and strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, Sunday, because um, this comes out on Wednesday, time warp, I don't care. But anyway, uh, I was out and about in my shop, and I had to clean up from the last project. So I was able to make a – I didn't film anything. I just wanted to, to kind of organize. But I made this rolling cart out of an old uh, steel frame table that I had. I flipped it upside down, welded some wheels to it, put my planer on the bottom. I think we were talking about that not too long ago. Put my planer on the bottom, because I don't use it that often, so I don't mind bending over. Got two sanders on the top of it. I'm on a roll, cleaning up the garage. I finally took my little cheapy Craftsman router table, took the plastic legs off, and stuck it in between that blank spot on the rigid saw and mounted it there. So now I have a router on my table saw. I'll use it now because I don't have to dig it out from underneath other stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. It's right there. So I was I was productive. That's that's what I'm working on, being more productive. In fact, I was going to start building a guitar today, but, you know, we do this. Do you, I mean. Yeah, you can hang out. You do it without you if you want to go ahead yeah. and build your guitar. No, no, yeah. no. I, I'm not going to disappoint either one of you. That's not fair. Because then you'll start blaming each other. The whole thing falls apart. Nope. Yeah. Nope. You are the crazy glue that holds this together. I'm the 2P10. That's Bill 2P10 Lutz. Yeah. And, and we're the spray? Yeah, we're the activator. <laughs> if we weren't here, you would actually just be, like, consistent and not... It would take sticky. forever. It would yeah. just take forever. Right. Without you two, it would just take forever. Yeah, oh, really long cure time. Um, Tim, what are you up to? I've been uh, I've been entertaining. <laughs> um, I'll say. Uh, well, bes- besides, as uh, we, I, you might have seen on uh, the socials yesterday, my good friend Richard Martin and his wife Lisa and his daughter Poppy, they all live in England and they're in America right now. And uh, they came to New York because that's you know where you go when you come to America. You know? uh, and uh, and it just happens I live fairly close to New York. They they were driving through. They wanted to also go to Cape Cod and see the shore and. And all that, so that's where they are now. But so they stopped off in Connecticut for the day and, and hung out, and that, that was uh, great. It's 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 always so much fun to meet someone you know from like an avatar or from the internet, you know, um, to meet them in person, you know, like when I met you guys for the first time and stuff. So yeah. it was it was a it was a good time. And I also had a visitor who listens to the podcast, but he's not as active on social media. Greg, that um, he came in. He's a he's a young maker uh, that lives in Connecticut. And not too far from me, and he came in and he was talking about. He's thinking about. He works in a in a shop, but he's thinking about branching out. And uh, he wanted to kind of pick my brain a little bit. And uh, super super talented uh, young man. He was showing me some photos of things he's made, and like uh, just as like a real like you know like a like a woodworker, like you know like a craftsman. Um, Love it. At such a young age, you know, he's in his mid twenties, 
and uh, to see that that quality and uh, I was just like, dude, go get to work, man. Get out of that other guy's shop and go start your own because you've got the goods and I'll help you, you know. And and so that was like super exciting to see, like you know. Um, I loved I loved that uh, that I get to to meet all these people doing this stuff and it's just it's it was just fantastic. So and I did a little bit of making here and there, but really it's just more like cleaning up my shop and uh, I, I was working on the bike a little bit, the trike. I built a toolbox for the back of my electric tricycle. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, and I made for Richard when Richard came. He was a fan of my uh, my El Saguaro video I made about a year and a half ago, where I made these this thirty six cacti. We talk about this video all the time. It's one of my favorites. It wasn't very very viewed very much. I don't know why. No one's searching thirty six cacti, you know, on YouTube. But Weird. so. We, we, yeah. he went and made one out of pallet wood. Um, cause he's like, Hey, I want one. Can you mail me one? I was like, No, make your own. So he did. He made one out of pallet wood. Like a <laughs> nice joke. guy. And he made, a, and it's awesome. And he made a video about it and stuff. And, and you know, and so I was like, I was like, Oh, you know, I, sh- I should make Richard a little, you know, welcome to America gift. And, um, and so I was like, Oh, I know. I'll make him a cacti. But he's, he's obviously, he's traveling. So I can't make him a three foot one. So I just made a mini version of the, of the cacti with like some battery powered, like LED lights on it. And I just really quick, I only had like an hour to, you know, to spare and I just like threw it together real quick and, and, um, and I, I made a little video about it too. Cause I was going to see if I could encourage other people to make cacti too. I thought it'd be fun to see if we could start a cacti craze, which does kind of tie into our topic in a little bit, but Phil, why don't you tell Ooh, us what you're working on first? Well, you know, I, I, I created life a couple of weeks ago and, uh, as it turns out, that leaves me muy ocupado. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Can you do the second part of that? Dun, da, 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 da. No, no, you have oh. to pay royalties on that. Uh, that what is that? Uh, Fox twenty whatever. And I had to put a valve oil in because that's just all open. The keys yeah. are stuck. <laughs> right. Oh, well, there's that too. <laughs> um, yeah. So I haven't really been able to do much. I've, I'm doing about seven of these iPod, iPhone holder thingies. I mean iPad. Um, so. I think I do. I was trying to do a little fundraising to sort of fund my next project by selling these off locally. Because there's like there was some interest in in some people who saw my Instagram like local, like uh, some mummies from my kids' class wanted one. So I was like, oh, all right, I'll I'll make them for whatever ten bucks a piece, and that'll that'll pay for a sheet of plywood for the next thing that I want to do. Um, so I'm doing that, and uh, and this will tie into my YouTube uh, reco later, but. I've been loving this made-for-profit podcast that uh, Brad Rodriguez and uh, and John Malecki are doing, and I've really been taking my Instagram like really seriously, and it's really been paying off. Like, I don't know, I've seen I've seen a, a big jump in in uh, I wouldn't say big jump, but certainly a jump in in uh, in followers, and it's just been tremendous and a lot of fun, really, just to sort of see the impact of it. Because I switched from a personal to a business account, and when you do that, you're able to see like analytics and the stats and on Instagram? That, yeah. You I didn't know you could do that. Yep. So you get to see, it's called insights. So you get to see which of your posts are hitting and which aren't as a ratio of, let's say, engagement versus reach. So I'm like, oh, this one sucks. Oh, this one did well. That's cool. And you can figure out why the hashtags or the content or. Yeah, like what interests people and what doesn't. Turns out, you know, pictures of my feet wearing Crocs is not a big winner, but like. You know what finish people like to use. Uh, you know is a big is a big engagement. Not so much like likes, but like uh, as a as a mm. relative, it was pretty popular. And like a picture of me doing something was really big. So oh, I should be in more of them. You know, I should yeah, focus less I've on my feet. I've been telling you that for a while. We need to see more. Phil. That. But I want to ask you face. something real quick. The hashtag. So if you make a post and you put in a bunch, people put in a bunch of hashtags. That's so if somebody happens to search for that particular hashtag, it'll bring them to your post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Basically, what you're doing is you are creating the search terms that someone, when they're searching, will find you. So you're, you're cataloging yourself. You're, you're, the content is creating the index on the fly. Hmm. So, okay. And I, I can see where there's a, lot of, there's a lot that would go into that because, yeah. you know, hashtag drop my nail is probably not going to get searched. Right, but hashtag exactly. reclaim wood might. Yeah, yeah. or reclaim bearded, try to bearded bearded dragons. Beard dragons yeah. is going to get maybe like a thousand. Through the roof. No, he's going to have yeah, millions. Because exactly. no, you know, like, people I that have bearded dragons are going to search that. 
You know right. what I mean? There's going to be that, that whole, right. like, hashtag ferrets. If you're into ferrets, and you're going to search for ferrets, you know. Or gerbils. Hey. That was a little, that was a little creepy. That was a few episodes what do you mean? back. <laughs> that was a callback. That was a callback, that yeah. Was, that was it was a callback to a backside. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. Um, to, you know, I, it, it's interesting what you're saying about that, like analytics and stuff. And, and, you know, there's a part of me that that's interested in that and that's like, oh, and gets it like the business side of me. But then the other part of me is like, you know what? I don't want to start doing that because really everything I'm trying to do with all of my silly videos and in and, and my Instagram is I'm just like chronicling my life. And I don't, it's like, so then what happens, and this is maybe a different podcast, but like what happens is like, what, if you start to, to monitor your content to fit, like you're, you're, to me, it's sort of like you're changing your life to fit what's trendy, which again, kind of goes into the topic. Not a really, bit. like well, I, I would argue that what you're doing is you're seeing what you are already doing that's working, <clears throat> excuse me, as opposed to what's not. So when you post El Saguaro, you said it didn't do very well, but yeah. you know, maybe the electric trike is going to do very well so you're not trying to conform well, no, you know to what? anything well, you, you're trying to see what direction that your 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 stuff is moving that's working but you know so el saguaro is one of my favorite videos because it was just so over the top ridiculous um the project itself wasn't that exciting but the video was <clears> i thought a lot of fun but then like i have a video it's like it's called you know reclaimed wood dining table you know and that one has great numbers so does that mean that now i can't do these fun exc- i should just keep doing that no, you know what I mean? what no, about I'm, what about the dining what... table? If you're really getting into it, what about the dining dining table? Can you pull out of that to put into a different type of video? Was it was there a way you filmed it? Was well, it's, it narrated? It's the, it's, the, it's the fact no, that it's, it's not the a search cactus. terms. It's the it's fact that people want to make dining room tables. Yeah, so well, also, I could make a dining room table video every week for every video. So, but then what happens if you do that on a cactus video, and then people get annoyed because they're like, there's no dining table. Not if table you set this. one on a dining table. Look, at the end of the day, Tim, what's your mission? Your mission is to get your message out to as many people as possible, right? Uh, well, well, no, that's not. My mission is, oh, to, no? live, to, my mission is to, to, to live my life and, to make, and, yes, to get my message out. I guess that's why we're sharing, right? But if, if I'm sharing a message that's not true to who I am, then I'm sharing the wrong message. You're, no matter what, you're painting. You're painting from a palette that is still your own. Yeah, right? that, so that's true. If and you're I, just and I, sharpening your colors, it's a different story. Yeah, and I haven't experimented with that, but you know, I'm, I'm definitely experimenting with that. And that's again, I do. Like I said, I understand that. Like I, I do understand that. But at the same time, like I have a really hard time when it's like, if it becomes like a job, you know, so don't make it a job. But then yeah. going into the next time when you do part two of your cacti. You'll know this well, one's coming for out fun. Wednesday. I'm not expecting the numbers down. Out. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but then you go into it with the expectation, knowing that it won't necessarily get numbers. But when you do yeah. that video that you know will get numbers, you know oh, how you can know, I sharpen yeah. it to get the most amount of numbers? Understood. Understood. Yeah. Let, let but, me ask you this, Tim: Are you happy with the growth that you 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 have right now? Um, I'm happy with the work I'm producing. Uh, I'm happy with what I'm doing. I. I'm always surprised that, that like every video I make, I think is going to be awesome. Like people are going to like it. Like, especially when I do things like that, like, wow, I'm like, this is awesome because nobody's ever done this before. And again, this kind of goes into our topic. Like I'm doing something that's like, this has never been done. And I, and I kind of look for that sometimes because that's always kind of my goal is to do things that have never been done. But the double or like the satellite dish chair that, that had been done. There are people that made some very simple, like, like just, you know, straight backed like chairs out of them or stools basically. But you know, when I do something like that, I'm like, this is exciting. No one's ever done this before. People should find this interesting. The problem with that is if no one's ever done it before, no one knows how to search for it. Now, suppose I made a fidget spinner, (laughs) for example, or a knife out of a saw blade, people would know, like people are looking for that. There's a market for that. And there's a content for that, which maybe one of you guys could explain the topic so we can bring it around uh, into that. Well, I'd still, before I, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep going on this for a minute though. Of course. You've started, you're, you're growing. Your channel is growing. It's, sure. it's growing. Yeah. You know, you're, you're kind of on a roll now. And if you're happy with that, if you're happy with that, you know, and you know it's going to continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger, maybe not at the same speed as somebody else and faster than somebody else over here. But if you're happy with that, that's all that really matters. Well, absolutely. I completely 100% agree. And that's why I'm so not. Are you happy looking- with your growth at this point? I'm happy with what I'm doing. Uh, um, I mean, I guess you could say I'm happy with the growth. The growth is like a byproduct of what I'm doing. I'm more interested in what exactly. I'm doing, you know. Um, so That's what I'm saying it, your your channel's growing. It's working. What You're I don't want to do is doing what you want to do. Yeah, what I don't want to do is contour what I'm doing to maximize growth. I want to contour what I'm doing to maximize creativity and art and 
and then things that excite me. And, if you can, uh, and if you can do a, a life balance with that, then you're doing it perfectly for yourself. That's well, that's, that is exactly what I'm trying to do for, sh- for sure. Um, but now so, I feel like we lost our segue. <laughs> no, well, whatever, we'll get it back. Yeah. But the only thing I would say to that is like the projects that I'm going to do the same projects regardless. Right. But the ones that I film and post are the ones that I'm gonna, I, I feel like are going to get more viewership. The ones that I don't post are going to be the ones that I still do anyway. Well, I, you know, I like I just made a, a a giant coffee table out of reclaimed wood. I've and I've made very similar coffee tables to this. This one's a little different than others, but I've made them before. And, I, and there's videos about that on my channel, and some people have seen it, some people have, and some of them, they're old, so they're probably they're just cataloged and they never show up in people's searches. So now here was an opportunity. Like I have a few more numbers. I could have made this video again, and I could have posted it again. And it's it's got all the keywords: coffee table, reclaimed wood, blah blah blah. You know, it's got all these faux finish type techniques to it. Um, but it's it's for people like there was nothing new in there that's not already on my channel, so I didn't make a video of it. I just made the table to to just get it in and out of the shop because uh, there was nothing I had. There was no new techniques in there that you couldn't already find if you go back on my channel. I don't want to repeat myself, and I guess maybe that's wrong. Maybe you should because that could have been something that would have been a a, a growth been, for my yeah. channel. But to me, it's stupid because I've already done it. You can just just go back in my history. That's how I see. Yeah, but you know, people don't. I know they don't, and that, but I don't want to do it again. I've already done that. That's pointless. That's that's well, that, factory now that's work. More I'm an artist to me. making. You know, yeah. To me, that's more important. If you just don't want to do it, then you're not going to put any passion into the video. Yeah, it's just so. going to be a it's just going to be a, a B minus for me. It'll be a B minus video, but it'll probably be one of up in one of my ones that does the best. You know. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, we I feel like we are talking about the topics. So we might as well say what it is. Yeah. 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 And we so, want to, and I want to get off YouTube a little bit too, because that's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get onto Vimeo yeah. in a second, so because uh, <laughs> that's where it's at. <laughs> that's where it's at. Um, what we're talking about is it's called Control C, Control V, which for those of you who don't know is a shortcut on your keyboard for copy and paste. I thought it was copy so, and Vance. Uh, as it turns out, you were wrong. <laughs> it's copy and paste, and uh, the reason why it's not Control P for paste is because that function only came out after that shortcut was used for print. So control P is actually to print. What is it for a Mac? It's a Apple key and then those or, same or a, buttons. Yeah, com- command they call it now. The, but oh, yeah. there is no Apple key. It's called command now, but I call it Apple still cuz right, fine. So command command okay. uh, C and command V and then command P for print. So it's so, the same. So what we're saying is, yeah, except PCs came out first. Um what we're saying Apple. is yeah, if you mean by if you mean PC by like a giant machine with a bunch of index cards in it that holes punched out, I mean yeah, I guess that came out first. What did I, PCs didn't come out first. It's the Apple man, the Apple IIe, right? Uh, no, no. Can, uh, the Windows no. machine came out first. Well, I don't called? even know if it was a Windows machine first. Texas, uh, Texas, Texas Instruments. Texas Instruments. Yeah, no, well, had, IBM had one first, or IBM. It was a DOS machine. What came out? What? Uh, yeah. Anyways, Can't I'm not you going stay on this. topic. Nope. Yeah. Okay. What we're talking about is whether or not this this maker community is is a function of copying, meaning somebody does something innovative and then everyone copies, or it's a function of inspiration, or it's a function of, let's say, like a hive mind kind of thing where we all sort of parallel think and come up with things and contribute and then feed off one another to improve and innovate. Go. All right, I'll I'll start because um, you were talking about um, your favorite new podcast. So John Malecki just did, or I don't know if he just did it. I came across this video from John Malecki. It was making cabriole legs. And it was the first time he had ever made cabriole legs on his own. And he filmed it. Okay. And what was good about it to me was that he explained it really well. So for somebody watching it for the first time that hasn't made it, it was really, I mean, the way he did it, was it was a really good informational video. It was mm-hmm. cool. It was super cool. And I told him so. Um, he's not the first person to make cabriole legs. And I don't think there's anybody that's going to ever know who that first person was. So everything John has already Cabriol, been done. Wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> right? I believe I so. I don't know why they're called that. But, that, but, but you know what we're talking about. And they're fun to do on the bandsaw because you tape it back together. Yeah, and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Like that reindeer. Yeah. 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 So – so is there even really who's it? nothing is original nothing nobody has done the first thing who did the first so, fidget sp- who did the first nine nine gear fidget spinner I have no idea 
It's, but it's if if you we, if you want to pin it, it down, if you want to pin it down, you can. You know what I'm saying? If you want to get into the details, but it's still a fidget spinner. It's still the original idea came from somewhere, which is and, still a top. Which is a top. Yeah, which is I don't a, know. With someone well, using more of a jack. Five bearings for it's something. more of a jack, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I don't know. I, I think that there is originality and innovation that comes out of it, but but I happen to think that it's more the last two and not the first. I don't think anyone's copying to steal. I think everyone's well, sort of I think inspired. Well, ha- I think that does actually happen. I think not only do people copy and steal, they copy and spill con- uh, content as well, but... For the most part, when we're talking about our community, I don't yeah. think that is. It, it's just, you know, I was inspired. I made a table lamp that that uh, is made from a bicycle and a tree stump. I did that specifically because I was inspired by a table that Tim Sway made from a bicycle and some wood. So did I copy him or, or did I use that inspiration to make my own? So I, I don't think there's any copying. Expect your subpoena in the mail next week. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get that yet. You weren't even supposed to talk about that by law. But, <laughs> but um, what what you did was the, the end result was completely different too, and that's what is exciting about it and why I like to share. Like I, right? I am not like awesome maker guy. Like I'm, I'm just like this. I just oh stop. No, I'm not. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like I just make stuff, you know. But um. But I, I like. I think I have some decent ideas every once in a while. So I put them out there, and then I, what I hope is that someone like gets inspired by that idea to to make something better, or to or to take it to another level. Or like, hey, that was really cool. But if you knew anything about you know woodworking and math, you would know that if you just did this, it would make it this much more awesome. And then and then see it grow. You know, like a hundred years ago, like Coca Cola and Pepsi are in their secret labs and they're, they're developing their secret formulas in there. It's all hush hush, you know. But nowadays, I feel like there's that's just antiquated like everybody should be sharing their ideas and on this open platform because it's not about bettering your pocketbook it's about bettering the world you know and sharing these ideas in this open source your copyright is the fact that you've got the earliest dated video on the internet right so that's that's why i got attracted to doing this and doing this where but where i get uh disappointed is when i see this sort of stagnation of it when like someone comes up with a great idea of doing something and instead of people developing it, I, I feel like a lot of times it just gets sort of stuck in neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think we, we can do better than that. I think we should, we should work harder to push ourselves to really take things to another level, not just for the sake of doing it, but for the sake of the betterment of the idea and the betterment of, of, I think it happens, craft. but I, I think you're going to have that ebb and flow though. You're going to have, you're going to have something that just is popular to do. You know, making a knife out of a saw blade. Phil, you mentioned that. It's, mm-hmm. you know, somebody invented that a long time ago. But for, if somebody does that and it's really cool, it starts getting a lot of views. People get excited about it. They want to try it. You're going to see a whole lot of them. It's mm-hmm. died out. I haven't seen a knife from a saw blade in a while. But yeah. it'll probably I mean, come no, back again. It's like months, fashion. Yeah. Well. I mean, that comes down to the analytics again, right? People see how something does. They're like, oh, me too. Which is why you I don't like, watch them, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to give plus to one judge. to that quarter million views. Because I, well, I don't want that to 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 dictate where the direction of my work goes. It shouldn't be a, the direction of the work shouldn't be about views. It should be about like making things better. I wouldn't right? say shouldn't be about. I think for you it shouldn't be because that's not who you are. Yeah. But there are some people who are maybe making for a living specifically just to feed their family. They're barely scraping by, and they are doing everything in their power to watch every analytic. Hmm. Well, no, that, that. It, that's me. You're in a position. You're in a position, though. You're in a position, though, to where you can have that balance. You know. Um, yeah, I just I don't put I, you know the the value. And it's interesting, like because the, the value is in the in the story in in some parts of it. But I guess for me, the value is still in the product. Um, or in the, well, the value is in the idea for me. I guess it would be like idea, product, and then the storytelling of it, maybe. Maybe that'll switch but, shift someday. But that formula is working for you to go idea, storytelling, building, pay mortgage, right? Uh, yeah, I guess pay mortgage it's fits working into for this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So let me ask you something because we talked about earlier how innovation is, is a critical component of it. If you're just going to do a Me Too project, whether you're doing it in your garage or you're putting it on YouTube, by the way, I, I see no difference in that. Like if you're a maker, you're a maker. If you're televising yourself – 
good for you. But if you're right. making the same stuff at home, yeah. then with all the difference. But for example, this this saw blade knife. If you just make a carbon copy video, then I agree with you. That sucks. But if you do something innovative and that that sort of gives back to what you got from it in the first place, like for example. Everyone's doing, let's say you do a hunting knife, right? Okay, whatever. Everyone's done that. But what if you do a set of six steak knives and instead of a straight blade, you make the, you make it serrated? You know, that's something that's different that you've done and contributed back into. What are you doing? You're writing that down. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I think that would be interesting to take a round file and make serrated like edges. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're I right. agree you're with right. you, except yeah. for what about that kid that watches all of these hunting knife videos, and he wants to make a video for the first time, and he makes a hunting knife. But that's his transition. That's his first step into the water. So that I don't it, think you can. It's it's not. It can't be so. It's not black and white. Of course not. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, for some people, it's just different for everybody. But for the established, right? You know, the the guys who have. 10,000, 20,000, 100,000, you know, like there's the trend that comes out and then everyone sort of jumps on it. You know that guy doesn't need that same straight edge blade to build views. He could be doing something I'll be honest with you. I don't watch those guys, whoever they may be. Right. You know what I mean? My very uh, my very first appearance on YouTube was a was a music video, actually. (laughs) Then my second one was a... um, That was uh, you in Spice Girls Wannabe? That was me. I was. I the, knew it. I was scary spicy. You zigga zigad. Uh, the uh, my the my first video on YouTube is Tim's way. I was Perspectives. thinking you were ginger spice, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> That's probably me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> damn it! Because it's actually a spice. I know it's you're right. A spice. I, I only knew the one name. I don't think ginger's a spice. Well, she had red hair, but yeah, uh, ginger is definitely it. Well, it's a root. It's, it's a, a root vegetable. Yeah, it's root vegetable. It's not a spice. It's treated like that. God, it's used as can a spice. Can we not do this? <laughs> so, my my very first appearance on YouTube was uh, it, custommade.com did a little interview with me and they're like, "Oh, they slow motion shots of uh, you know, saw dust coming up and stuff and and um and I remember it well. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> and, um, and and Jimmy Duresta made a comment on the video and I was like, "Wait a minute, I know that guy. I saw him on TV once I put two together, clicked on it, saw his videos, and it's like all these light bulbs are going off. I'm seeing that people would watch the videos. Like, oh, I should be doing this. I should be on YouTube. It makes sense for um, my business as well as for my my views and my my you know ideas of of um, the sort of socialist mentality of sharing ideas. You know, so I I made a I made a video and I got done editing it and it looked like a Jimmy Duresta video. You know, and um and I was like I'm just like like ripping this guy's style off and so I. I put it up and I, I share it privately with him. I was like, Hey, is it okay if I put this up? Cause I didn't realize there was like a hundred other people doing this at the time. I thought it was just him. You know, I didn't know that there was all. And so I asked his permission to put the video up. I'm like, I just kind of just totally ripped off your style. I don't, is it okay? And he, he wrote back. Absolutely. He's like, just keep making videos. You'll find your voice. Um, and so that's good. God, advice. I love that guy. Yeah, no, that's, that's great advice. And I've found myself saying that same thing to other people that say, share their first videos with me. I just said, yeah, just keep making videos. You'll find your voice. And so that's what you hope to see. So, yeah, the expectations are a little different. If you're making your first video, it's okay if you're, you know, if you're, if you're making the saw blade knife, which I still haven't done, but I don't think I'll film it if I do. But, um, you know, that's okay. But, you know, if you're going to go out, but use that to find your voice. Like, don't just make that like, oh, well, now what's happening? Oh, it's fidget spinners now? You know, use it to find your voice. What are you going to do? What are you going to create? That's why we're here, right? Isn't that what we're all trying to do is make things better? and, and mm-hmm. raise the bar. Like I said, I, I think in our community, I don't see a lot of that. And the, the, the people that are doing that to, cause I, there are a couple, I don't know what their names are or their channels are, but flipping through the, the news feed on YouTube. Yeah. You like, see it. Yeah. That, yeah. It's like, I, I ain't watching that. So I don't watch those anyway, but again, you know, uh, Phil, you, you gave me some kudos the other day. I mounted a vice. I welded it to a piece of steel so I can mount it to my desk and part of the reasoning is because when i'm welding i can clamp my ground clamp to the actual uh plate that the vice is mm, mounted to right. ground it blah, blah 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 but you did the same thing but you didn't you made you took your metal vice and you mounted it to a piece of wood that you can clamp down to your desk same principle but it's totally different for a different purpose mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying yeah. so you're not copying me that's not copying 
You know? No, I, that, that felt more like inspiration. It's adapting and inspiration. Yeah. That's, that's the good thing. Because yeah. I took a metal vice that I could then clamp to a woodworking vice. That way I made it interchangeable and then I built on that. So now all of my small stationary tools, I'm doing the same thing. So I took my work sharp and I mounted it the same way so it could also be clamped into my wood vice. Because I found that I just like oh, using oh like my, my Bessie clamps to... I, yeah, I, so like I used to just screw it down. I always had stuff mounted to a piece of wood, and I would just screw it to my workbench. So, so now it's on a, it's one do, inch but... plate, and then it's got like a sort of a ninety degree plate to that, and then that just sits on the woodworking the 90s, bench. Gets... Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. And then it just yeah. gets clamped, so then it's super easy. Yeah. This is another one of those times when nobody can see what I'm talking about, but this is for you, Phil. All right. Oh right. That's oh. hardcore. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so for those who can't see, which is everybody. Yeah, uh, Bill has welded together some type of um, angle grinder holster jig type thing that holds it, so you can a, use a, it like yeah. a chop saw, basically. Yeah. You mount, you you uh, grab this in your vise, and now yep. you've got like a mini grinder that you can. Here's here's the front of it. You can like a tool rest here while it's spinning. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, and you could you could actually like pull it down on well yeah so you can mount it into your vice and you can grind on it, cut on it, and it's stationary. Yep. How do you uh, attach it to the to the mechanism? Where the handle goes and screws into the side, uh, it's threaded on both or sides. Quarter twenty, yeah. Quarter twenty, yeah. yeah. It's threaded yep. on both sides, so on, yep. on the cross on the cross T, not yeah. there. Then on the bottom, I just use some spacers. That's but it, it goes right into where the threaded uh, holes are for the handle of the right. Know. You need to hmm, just, just post a picture just of that about on Instagram. Making, Put that on Instagram. I, I, will. Yeah. I will. Or make um, a video about it because that's the kind of thing that could really inspire someone. Oh, to that go. would be huge. Yeah, there that was that one dude do. who made a video about all kinds of things you can do with an angle grinder. Like two years ago, I was seeing that. I think that he was, was a Middle Jimmy Eastern Dressing. guy, and he got some good views. <laughs> What's that? I said that was Jimmy Jurassic. Yeah, no, no, no. It was another guy. He turned his angle grinder into like five different tools. Well, I didn't. I didn't invent that that holder thing. I um uh one of my one of the machinists in a shop I worked for in Utah had one of those, and he kept it. it was on his it was on his bench all the time. And sometimes he just plug in his little angle grinder, and it's it's you know. So I just remembered that and thought, and that's all you got to do. Think about how can you make control a little... V. Control yeah. V. Yeah, you pulled it out of the out of the archive. It was off the pasteboard. Yeah, yeah. dropped it in. I always clamp mine in the vise, and then it's moving around. You crack the plastic on it, you know, whatever. That's such a brilliant idea, you know. Huh. Well, and that, yeah. and by using by using the uh, cheapy one, which has has not failed me yet, but it's no. like I don't have to take it out. I just leave it in there. I have my other yep. one that I, I have two other ones that I use, but that one stays in that ready to go anytime I need to clamp it in the, and just have a little. It's like a bench grinder kind of. It turns it into a little bench grinder. Yeah, yeah. You can pick those things up for like twenty bucks. I mean, I, I I always like the Ryobi ones, and they're like thirty dollars. It's like, and they last. I have one that I've had for like ten years. That's unheard mm. of for an angle grinder. Mm. Why not? Bolt it and forget about it. It's thirty bucks, and you got this brand new tool. You know, I uh, I posted on Facebook last week just like a joke sort of post. I was like, uh, guys, hot tip: angle grinders are really useful. Yeah, <laughs> I must have gotten like a hundred and twenty <laughs> comments, and people were like, duh. Obviously, yeah. Phil. And so was like, air. Yeah. <laughs> Water's wet. <laughs> Captain I, I might have been kidding. I might have been joking. Uh, hey, uh, to, to bring this off the internet, and, and we sort of touched on, like you mentioned about the cabriole legs, and now even with this, with the angle grinder, about, well, this is something you would learn from a guy, you know, years back. When I started, like, this, this as a business, and not just messing around, you know, like putting things together for my house and stuff. Um, and I was talking with my, my parents about it. So I was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I've, I've got this Etsy store now and I'm going to, you know, put a little more energy into this. And so and I was explaining to them like, well, you know, you you older folk may not understand the concept of upcycling, you know, kind of had this like sort of, you know, like telling them like, well, let me explain it. But, you know, we throw all this stuff away, see, and we shouldn't, you know. And so my mom says to me, she's like, do you remember that desk that was in your room? And, that you know, that little there was like a the, the lift front, like a secretary that I had as a small desk. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, you know, yeah, your, your uh, grandfather, you know, he made that out of a, a bunch of old apple crates. And, um, oh, and then there was that thing that we had. Do you remember that thing? We, you know, like all these things in our life that their parents made out of trash and things that were thrown away because it's not a new thing. So nowadays it's like, oh, we're, we're growing beards out. We're using hand planes and everybody thinks they're hip. But it's like, no, it's not like it's some new thing. This yeah. is just control V. This is, it's, it's been, I mean, Jesus was a carpenter. You know? Well, remember the Depression? 
That yep. big thing that happened well, in the personally, well, actually, no. I, early I don't 30s. personally remember it. Yeah. Well, I do <laughs> remember the last that. last depression we had. The 80s. It was in 2008. Yeah. But. And that one, too. Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. Late 80s yeah. in 2008. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's a thing. It's like, you know, and I, I feel like every generation kind of feels like they're rediscovering something that's just always and, and, and been there and we're just as guilty okay. of it as the if, millennials that are that are making videos and everybody's like why are these millennials they never in their dad's if, shop they feel like they're rediscovering <laughs> it and then they reach that point where it's like oh this is this is just a, a new take on something that's already been done just like right. to me what with the whole upcycling idea which that term i learned from you um but making things from pallets i was doing that a long time ago yeah, I mean, free a wood. long time ago yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. So I learned it about uh, four years ago, so that means it makes it brand new for you. Yeah, yeah, for everyone. And and I and I think we all do. I remember the like like learning music. Like you know, the first time I I would come up with I'd make you know some cheesy little three note guitar riff, and I'd be like, oh, like uh, that's awesome. And then you know, you hear it a hundred times. It's like when you learn a new word, you start hearing it, you know, over and over. Yep. It's like, oh, that's okay. Um, it's like buying a Kia Soul. Now they're everywhere. Yeah, you know, every <laughs> that's a phenomenon. I can't remember what it's called, but it's true. Once you pay attention to something, yeah. you see it much more often. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There is a there's a word for that. And we again, listeners that know more than us, tell us. Well, I'm just going to ask oh, my friend of, Michael Gugley. Can we um can we speaking <laughs> of reaching out to our listeners and asking them to clarify things for us? Can we uh say I want to say I know where you're going Kyle, with this. Kyle Toth um, he went out and bought, uh, I don't know, 50, 100 sheets of 4x8 Baltic birch. <laughs> um, so I, he was just nice enough to say, hey, it really does exist. It's a thing. I, I just thank you, Kyle. Thank you. And he must obviously listen. So, Kyle, again, th- th- Kyle listens because we're good friends. But, uh, you know, and he's doing a favor to you guys. But um, <laughs> <laughs> traditionally, Baltic birch was always sold in five by five, and only within the last couple of years has it been sold in four by eight sheets. As it, as Russia has westernized a little bit, and that is that is something I recently read. But okay, I I, I all I all I was I was just trying to clarify. You should make a video about it. It's brand new, and no one knows it yet. <laughs> hey, yeah. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all, all to say, I can't believe Kyle uh, sent that out there. You should have just private messaged me. Been like, no, no, he did it right. He did it heads right. up. I th- yeah, he did no, it right. we asked our listeners in a public forum to all tell right, you why you're wrong. All right, and, and Tim, I appreciate you making it very clear to the entire world that yeah, I kind of thought that was the case, but I didn't want to be on Bill's side. I that was nice. I, yeah, sounds, you're welcome, like, Bill. That was like a cyber hug. <laughs> that was like the cyber hug. I I, I always. Think uh, it's of, more like know. the cyber shove. <laughs> <laughs> hug of death. <laughs> no, the guy that I've I've bought wood off. I remember looking for for plywood once and for a job, and I was like five years ago, and it's probably around the time it first came out. He's like, oh yeah, we got that in four by eight and five by five. He said, and I had that in the back of my head, but I wasn't confident enough to say like, oh yeah, they they do that. But um, yeah, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Word. So I just I didn't go. Um, any, anywhere else we need to go with on this topic? Well, I'm just I'm thinking. So I, obviously the the whole idea of of us reclaiming, recycling, um, upcycling that is it, it is a control C, control V. It's been around for a long time, and like I said, you know, in fact, uh, I said John Malecki made uh, the cabriole legs. Well, he actually made it out of some reclaimed wood that he had. So mm. again, is that it's brand new to him. It's something he hadn't done before. He made a video about it. He made his video style is a little bit different than other people's, but it can be said it's somewhat like other people's. Like aren't all of our videos can be said they're like somebody else or okay, similar it, to woodworking is woodwork. You know, it's there, yeah. there's there's a difference between copying <laughs> and, and similarities. You mm-hmm. know, and, and I think that's more mostly what it is. It's it's seeing something. It's putting your own spin on it. It's you know, again, does it exist? Do people straight up copy you, thinking that they're going to make you know? Make something that's going to get a, a lot of views because yours did. I'm sure it happens, but we don't watch those people. Mm-hmm. I would I would argue that the whole reclaimed thing is you know like a a hive mind sort of inspiration thing. Like it just Absolutely. happens to be really really. It's been sort of trendy for the last five years, and I think we covered this whether or not it was good that reclaimed was was trendy. 
maybe 50 episodes ago or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we did. I, I was, yeah, I remember that. I was talking about a guy, he bought my table and threw away the one he had. Oh, right. Like, what? Exactly. Because the one was trending. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I think that, that there can be a lot of good that comes from this kind of, uh, you know, inspiration and, and parallel thinking and, you know, like, you know, the group brings in and then spits out better than it got, that kind of a thing. Well, I, to me, what I'll tell you what's the difference because this, like, you know, these are bell bottoms, man. Bell bottoms were in, then we're out, now they're back in again, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. The difference now is the technology is allowing, and we are now a part of a, we are not just a part of a reclaimed group. We are a part of a group of makers. And we support and love everybody. And that's the difference. This umbrella of making now encompasses upcycling and reclaiming, but but our community is so much bigger now because just only ever doing recycling and upcycling and reclaiming, it would be a much smaller niche, but mm-hmm. we are a part of an actual gigantic thing with the maker movement. And I don't think the maker movement's going anywhere, but up forward and progressing forever. I agree. It's, you know, I heard talk of a union. No, anyone else? What? <laughs> it was a joke. Okay, good. A union. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 you mean like people with pickets? I was thinking of like a joint, you know, like a union. Like, like a, a marriage? Yeah. What? <laughs> no, like a driveline. You know, you have a union, universal joint. Universal union, joint. Yeah. You know, kind of All like directions. This. Yeah, you joint. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Why? What? Okay. Anyway. Um <laughs> Wow, I guess this is going to be a shorter episode well, than anticipated. It's Unless- not because there's always a wrench, and we have we forgot to mention at the top about our priority boxes. We oh have yeah, boxes. there we go. That'll yeah. kill ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I mean we could we could have gone another direction, but um, I know that Jason's excited about this, and I and I lied. I was talking with Jason today, but I won't. I'm not talking specifically about the stuff in the box. Um, but so basically, for those who aren't following, we have this this idea of you know, we mail these specific size boxes around and, and, and make a game out where you have to make something out of these reclaimed items that are in it. My good friend Jason Payne uh, mailed all three of us uh, the same size box with the same size or the same objects, like identical packages of objects. And so we're each going to make something out of them. We've all received our boxes now. Uh, Bill and I have opened our boxes, but Phil hasn't because he's been creating life and nurturing it and, and all that stuff. So I didn't say anything about nurturing it. What have you been doing then, buddy? Basically supporting and <laughs> supporting my wife's effort to nurture it. To nurture it. I don't breastfeed, you know. So I just got to be there so to watch the bottles, to huh. the burp. And yeah, like, hey, honey, give me another beer. I'm watching yeah. a bottle over here for yeah. you. <laughs> Take care of the other two children. <laughs> yeah. So when you guys get done talking about boobs and babies, um, so so what what are our guidelines for this? How are we gonna how are we gonna knock this out? Okay, so we're gonna. I think we should have this project. Well, now I, we we. I don't want to talk about it too too much because Phil hasn't opened the box yet. But you've opened. No, no, the no box, but I mean, Phil. okay. There, there's a. We're not talking about the of, items. Do I, we I have to wanna, use all of the items, or can we use just some of the items? That's the kind of what I'm. Like, there's a plethora of items in there, and they're all interesting. Right. And uh, it would just it'd be darn near next to impossible to make an object that uses all of them. So I think that's that's just, out out like so but i i mean should we set a percentage like uh should there be a, a, a weight or mass i don't know should there be no no no, no, no. Honor I, I'm, I'm telling you i i i Best think it's efforts. just that we don't yes we don't have yeah. to use all of the objects it's good faith at that good faith good faith attempt to use as many of them as possible right into a design that features where i mean should we have a percentage because we're going to use other material from our shop Probably. Well, that's the thing is, can we use other materials? I think I think we kind of have to with the material he sent us. Do we, or do we I, not? I think so. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. So yeah. we can add materials, but Let's I would just say twenty percent. We can't add. We we can't go buy new materials. No, that's obviously it. not. Because so we can add as much as we want as long as it's not new materials. I don't know. I was just say as much, should there be a cutoff limit, like to work because we can't well, like I'm make some. We can't make a, a giant one secretary screw desk. That and, he gave me, and then yeah, yeah, and turn I, one I piece of metal it. into a knob. We can't I, do good, that. So. The good honor faith. system. The honor good system. Faith. It's yeah. It has to make sense. That works for I you, use, Phil, with with Bill in the mix. This whole good faith oh, thing. Come you know? on. <laughs> when it comes to making, I trust his. Yeah, I okay. trust his good faith. Yeah. Ha! Podcasting, Damn right? 
Yeah, exactly. Not so much. All right. <laughs> so, so this is good. So, uh, a percent, no real percentage, but okay. Good faith so we're just on good some faith. Of the materials. We're gonna right. make something using the materials in this box. We're gonna, uh, you know, try to use as many of them as we can. I, I would love to maybe even make future things because there's so much cool stuff in there. But, but for the for the the project for the the challenge, make it whatever we right. can out of these materials. It's um, not even really a challenge, I think. I think it's just uh, – the challenge is just to do something. It's not yeah. a competition. But Again, it's, good faith. That, that's because you guys lost the last one. But um... – <laughs> So are, are, we, are we just making whatever you want or is, it a, or is there a theme? Ooh, I like that idea. The I don't know if I like that idea because I already have an idea. Well, I hope it fits into our theme that we're about to come up with. <laughs> um, we, don't, we don't have to have one. I'm no, just we don't. Curious. We don't. And, and, okay, but we need a if deadline. we're going to have a theme, then I'm going to take advantage, and I say uh, Brady Bunch. <laughs> I hope there's a lot of Formica here. and shag carpeting in that box. What is he thinking of making that that ties into his theme? <laughs> it's probably a football that dents Marsha's nose. But, but, well, Very but we good, could, Phil. Was, I didn't think you were that. Uh, that I, I, you always surprise me. Come you on. are nothing but surprises. That's Come all on. I got to say. Um, I, who am I, what am I thinking? It's TV. It's you. But we, we, but we could go like a really broad theme, like so 1970s. Upsailed, upcycled. Well, that's the whole theme is upcycled. That's the whole right. So there's already a theme. But yeah, if, if, you know, you could say, you know, yeah. I mean, you could do something like kind of obtuse, like 1970s. But we don't have to. We don't have to do that. I prefer 1980s because then I think you can get to some really cool, like transistory looking things. Like, yeah, there are the Brady no Bunch was transistory by things. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. All right then. Yeah. No He's, theme. The I theme like the is 80s. we're paying homage Robots, to, to Jason for That's right. supplying us with <laughs> yeah. these materials to use our minds. If you if you want to see a picture, we're gonna post now. So we're we're, we're gonna have our projects done. By next podcast, I can't have a video up by next podcast. Me neither. No, no, no. Let's uh, uh, uh what is two weeks? Uh, the, the end of the month. By the end of the month. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, all right. We okay. will have to have a video posted by the end of the month. By July thirty first or whatever. Are there thirty one days? I don't know. July yes. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought so. Uh, okay. So by July thirty first, we'll have our videos up and we'll share you know pictures and whatnot on our social medias. Uh, yeah. If on Facebook, Jason Payne. P-A-Y-N-E, posted a picture of the boxes so you can kind of get a glimpse at the what's in there if oh, you're the curious. Materials. And he's tagged us and, in it so you can... He ain't making it easy. That's all I got to say. No, Phil Phil hasn't opened his yet, so I no, don't want to talk too I, much yeah. about it. And I it's... saw that he tagged me, so I just like... I was like, I opened up the picture, and I was like, ah, no! So I quickly averted yeah. my eyes and closed the browser. I, that was my fault. Like I told him you'd open it. Walk in and your aunt's in the bathroom and you didn't know. Yeah. Personal story. So, uh, thanks for sharing that with our listeners. All right. Well, it's just things happen in life. It's, you, know, you don't want to don't be single. What out. are we watching? Bill, what are you watching? You've been quiet. Okay. So, here's what I was thinking. I well, my give, aunt uh, is my, <laughs> <laughs> my first shout out goes to Damian Burke. Uh, Tim had mentioned he had a visitor from England. Well, I will raise you three Englanders by uh, an Australian. I had Damo come over to my house last night, and we went out to dinner, and he spent the night here, and he is an amazing human being. Damien, I love you. You are welcome here, you and your wife. Anytime you are in the States, you have a place to stay. I love you. Thank you so much. He he surprised me. Uh, uh, he left the house last. Casey and I had to go to work, and... He texts me. He says, "Hey, do you mind if I just go into the garage and just take a look around?" He's all, "I just, you know, want to check out your shop, you know, blah blah blah." I'm sure helps help yourself. So when I got home from work, he had uh, taken a piece of my scrap wood and he left me a, you know, Damien was here uh, and the date and he signed it and love you, brother. And then he left me some uh, Australian coins. So that that's that that's the kind of thing about this community that I love is people giving me things. No, is is this uh, <laughs> people leaving money just, for me? Just, yeah. <laughs> yes, people giving me money. It's it's what I'm all about. Those are dollars, uh, Damien, by the I way. love you. Yeah. I love you, brother. And then I, the second shout out goes to Paul Mormel. And do you know why? I want you to ask me why. Why, Bill, would you want to shout out Paul Mormel? Something about a CNC. I was yeah. going to say just because he's cool. Well, that. But he actually had an idea for this part of the show right now. What I'm doing this segment. Uh -oh. He says, "Dude, you should have this called 
Lutes Salutes. It should be an official segment of the it, show. It, it's actually a really good idea, but I, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great name, Paul. You're a genius. It's a brilliant yeah, name. It's don't encourage him, please. Yeah, that's the thing. All we I really say, don't want to make this official. So. All I can say is, Paul, I told you that's what they'd say. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Paul, you available to do a podcast? What are you doing on Monday yeah, night? Yeah, <laughs> he's got great some, ideas. Some innovative ideas over there, Paul. You Thank you so us? much. That's a tremendous so, help. I want to give one one last uh, shout out to kind of a whole group of people, but I won't say everybody's name. But I did. Um, I I put some stickers up yesterday, and I did a live Facebook thing where you can do a live, and I just walk around with my phone and say, "Hey, I got more stickers. Thank you, so and so." Blah 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 blah. And what's funny about that is I'm not that good at it because I get, I realize, oh my God, there's actually people interacting with me. I didn't realize that. So then all of a sudden I'm just quiet because I'm reading and I'm, and people are like, uh, hello, what's going on? And, uh, Spagnola was in there. My best, my best friend Spag. Oh yeah. You know, your best friend. Uh, yeah. The wood whisperer. He was actually in there. And, uh, uh, so we figured out that somehow, I don't know how we missed it because we go, we go way back, but we haven't traded stickers yet. So that's going to happen. I just want to say thank you, Mark. Um, and speaking of Spagnolo, he did a video uh, of how to tune up your bandsaw by Alex Snodgrass. Yeah. And um, that was really good. And I actually, yesterday, after I got done doing stuff in my garage, I actually did tune up my bandsaw using Alex, um, his technique. And a little side note about Alex Snodgrass, and I may have mentioned it or not, but he's like known as like one of the bandsaw geniuses out there, right? Not one, the. Well, okay. I, I still say there's some, there's a, he's amazing. Um, at Atlanta, the the show. Um, somebody he he was going to work out a deal with Izzy or something like that. They hadn't met each other yet, and I'm hanging around where the 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 Toolmasters guys were, and I'm just standing there. And of course, I got my no sleeve shirt on. Somebody must have told Alex to go look for a guy that's good looking with no sleeves on his mm. t-shirt. And so found he walks Izzy. up to me. He walks up to me and he reaches out to shake my hand. He's all, Izzy, Izzy Swan. And instead of me correcting <laughs> him, I went, yeah, how you doing, man? He's all, Alex, I know who you are. Alex, yeah. He's like, I can't wait to talk. Well, I let it go on for about 10 seconds. And I said, hey, I got to stop you, man. I'm sorry. But actually, Izzy's standing over here behind the car. And uh, <laughs> so I guess he was a little embarrassed because then I brought him around the corner and, and said, Izzy, I think he wants to talk to you. But no disrespect intended, Alex. I'm just kind of a, a, a nimrod. Um, but that was a lot of fun. So being mistaken for Izzy Swan is not a bad thing in my book. That's all I'm saying. You know, both big, giant, muscle, good-looking guys, young, can sing and play guitar, huh? Factual. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, all right. So uh, who am I watching? Uh, I want to throw this out there. This is not a small channel. This is a guy that's been around forever, but it's somebody who, if you are interested in welding at all, watch Welding Tips and Tricks. Jody is a master. and I mean that in a... Uh, the journeyman, whatever term you would put for a welder who's done it all and knows everything, uh, welding tips and tricks. And he, some of it's over my head, some of it's not. A lot of it's basics. He he plays the entire gambit of showing you how to TIG weld, MIG weld, up, down, sideways, what metallurgy. I mean, all kinds of things. If you if you ever have any search through his stuff, he can show you basically how to turn your welder on. I mean, the guy's amazing. Jody, thank you for being in the community. He's uh, He's been around for a while. And he's got a big channel. But uh, I did some welding yesterday. And to touch up on something I was wondering about, I, I just went to his, kind of searched through his uh, library and found out what I was looking for. So if you're looking for anything welding, tips and tricks, Jody, thank you. That's my shout out. And I believe uh, the first and last Lutz salutes is over. It sure is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Phil, what are you watching, man? Um, before I get into what I'm watching, I wanted to just... I don't do this very often, but um, I want to give a shout-out to June Orion Kim, who um, I put out a little Instagram post about the fact that I was missing a bandsaw insert for, for my bandsaw. And I kind of was like, "What's what does everybody use for bandsaw inserts?" And like people like use I use plywood. I use um, uh, what's that the high density uh, HDPE plastic. Yep. I use brass. I use aluminum. So a whole bunch of people had a, a, a lot of suggestions, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Aluminum seems really cool." So he just sort of private messaged me, and he's like, "I have a whole bunch of it. I'm going to send it to you." So 
I thought that was really amazing. Like, I thought that was a really, nice. first of all, really kind thing to do. So completely unnecessary, but certainly very much appreciated. So, you know, um, as much as we talk about this community, I think this community extends to many, many platforms. And I think Instagram is one of them. Like, I've met some really, really cool people on Instagram that I interact with only on Instagram. So I thought that was just sort of mind blowing that someone would care enough to like, what's your address and to put something together and then pay the money to ship it and all that stuff. So it's just, um, it's just a humbling, really, really cool thing to be a part of. Um, and what That's am I? Awesome. Wa- yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank, seriously. Indeed. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. And, uh, what I'm watching, as I mentioned earlier, is I'm, I'm watching John Malecki. So he's doing a four part build. Well, so far, <laughs> as a vlog build of this reclaimed dining room table that he's doing out of uh, this reclaimed oak. And I thought it was really cool because the he's doing he's doing things a little different. The, the top is just a glue up, but the legs are very different. There's sort of these arches that that hap- that he's cutting out on the bandsaw from from a glue up. So it's not like steam bent or anything. Mm. He's just sort of gluing them together and then and then cutting from a template. I mean, Good not idea. to say that's never been done before, but I really dig the guy's style and you know, uh, and I think he's got a great personality and that really comes through in the videos and on the pod- podcast and I, and I'm learning an immense amount from him as far as the social media and all that stuff. So I just, uh, I'm digging, I'm digging his vibe right now. So, uh, so that's who I'm recommending. Excellent. Yeah. That Timothy, excellent Timothy G, uh, Sway, what are you watching? <laughs> it's a G money. I thought, oh no, T money. Well, it all right. goes together. T, T G, T G money. Um, I I wanted to mention really quick. I mentioned last week my um, and again it's one of the, we were talking about these videos where you can make a video and you think it's going to do well and it doesn't. The one I made a couple weeks ago of the uh, the Statue of Liberty, the my American tribute for the Fourth yeah, yeah. of July. Like I'm really proud of that video and it's got really low numbers. I don't know why. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's like one of my favorites. Um, and it won the contest that I made it for. Um. Did it? So yeah, so I actually got a. Uh, the contest was for like a basically store credit at the uh, the steel yard, where I nice. I genius. So yeah, and it was several hundred dollars. It was five hundred dollars uh, credit at uh, at the steel yard. You know, congratulations. So that thing is well deserved. Thanks, well which deserved. is great because I had already taken about one hundred and twenty pounds from steel that I hadn't paid for yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hoping that that would work out for me. So um, so that's nice. So I have a. credit. (laughs) You should amend the title of the video to contest winner colon whatever else you called it. Yeah. Maybe that'll definitely get you some more views and stuff. Is that so that way I can, I can that maintain my artistic vision without and and still, or or you can put the ultimate winner. Yeah. Yeah, Don't do that. You know, ultimate winner, ultimate winner, the last winner. No one else will ever win. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> but they all—they also asked me. They're having their one-year anniversary at their new location uh, at the end of the month, and they're like, "Hey, can you bring that down so we can display it during our one-year anniversary party?" And I was like, "That's so cool, man! Congratulations!" Sure, for five hundred dollars, I can. Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> another five hundred bucks worth of steel, maybe. Yeah, that's right. But um, it's like, let me just back my truck up. <laughs> but I wanted to do a what I'm listening to this week, and I uh, several months back I mentioned this podcast, but they just came out with a new season. It's um, Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History. There's a new season running right now. About f- four episodes are out right now. The fifth will come out the day after our podcast, I believe. I think it comes out on Thursday, and it's just fantastic. Um, basically, what the what what he does is he takes these historical moments in time and he breaks them down he looks at these different angles um he changes the perspective of the way we look at history which is you know like even this whole podcast i'm talking about i'm all about like this like shift of perspective and looking at things differently so i personally really relate to that but every time i listen to this podcast it's usually about 30 to 40 minutes long and so, you know, I, I'm excited. So it's like first thing Thursday morning, which is usually the day where I'm like, all right, today's the day I got to get stuff done because Monday through Wednesday I've been goofing off <laughs> in the shop. And then there's like that 40 minutes where I'm just stuck. I'm just, I got to turn the saws off and I got to listen. It's just one of those types of podcasts. If you're, I if decided you're, uh, it. yeah, listen to it. You're going to love it. If you're, if you're the type of person that likes to really think about things and look at things from other sides. And I think most makers are those types of people. No, I don't like, like to think of anything. No, no, I just, nope, nope. It's a two by four. That's all it can ever be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like but an inch it's, and a half by three and a half inches. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm old Call school. Two by four. <laughs> are they real? Are they the real size in Canada? No, no. It's all. Did it's you phenomenal hear about the, value? Did you see that thing about the lawsuit? 
Like, yes, I guess people that's like, what I'm laughing about yes. right now. People were suing Lowe's for like like false advertising about their four by fours because they're only so three now it and says half. two by four, and in brackets underneath it says actual size inch and a half <laughs> by three and a half inches. But when I first found out about it, I was like, "What the hell? Why would you call it a two by four then?" Oh, yes, yeah, because but that's then, what they were. I yeah, mean, that's been they've been. They used been to for the be past from the, years. Yeah, from yeah. the mill, they were milled at two by four. And then once they started getting mass produced and stuff, that lumber size, that framing size, that you know construction size wood, the name has stayed the same. Yeah, because they took back a half inch to make a bit more money. And yeah, just kept it a name because that's what everyone knew it as. Yeah, they, they, and that happened seventy years ago. And so, yeah. why is the lawsuit coming out now? <laughs> I tell you though, I, I I took my finger off my speed dial button for my lawyer, and I was like, "Oh, this doesn't matter at all." So I just continued living my life. Oh, <laughs> I get it now. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what I did. These guys at Lowe's obviously right. did not. Yeah, no, the customers. Yeah, the customers yeah. Are, are. No, my, this is one of those things that that is that is a uh, lawyer action. looking for customers in order to file a class action. Have and make you some money. ever shopped at Lowe's and bought wood to get less than you bargained for? Call That's right. Saul Bernstein and and contracted mesothelioma. <laughs> well, Ryan Ridgely, our buddy, he um he was getting a, a skin reaction from sawdust. He thought, and come to find out, uh, here's just a little quick tip. Uh, he's doing well now, and he figured out what it was. He was actually he got a bunch of lumber from like a reclaimed place, and he asked the guy, "Hey, this has got kind of a weird look to it." And the guy says, "No, it's just from age." Turned out it was uh, creosote. Oh yeah, been chopping up all this. And uh, so just be careful, boys and girls. Look for that uh, HT on your pallets and try and know what your uh, oh what, what, what kind of old lumber you're Don't keep your with. wood in your fireplace. Well, I've, yeah. had, I've had people tell me, like, oh, hey, there's a bunch of railroad ties down for free on the side if you want to get them. I'm just like, nope. Hell no. <laughs> there's nothing I want to make out of those, you know. No. Yeah. Kaboom. That's why they're laying It's a down there. telephone <laughs> pole if you want it. Yeah. <laughs> Pass. Okay, so revisionist history. Yeah, I'm yep, gonna definitely check fine. that out. Yeah, you'll love it. You'll love it. It's uh, you know, you might even disagree with it, which is which is fun too. Like sometimes there's this, you know, it's in the first season, like the second season so far, I've been just like spot on. But there's things in the first season I was like, whoa, there's like a red flag for me on that. Like I don't know, if, but that's what makes it fun because it makes you think about it. And yeah, I like to be opinions, You know, I read most of his books. Like I'm, I'm into right. him. Yeah, he's interesting. Is that why guy. you guys are always arguing with me? Yeah, no, that's why. Other reasons. No, no, let's no. say that's the reason. Okay. I agree to disagree. I don't agree. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Malcolm Gladwell now. <laughs> well, you have a, a lot in common. Um, okay, so our channels. <laughs> As in, what, they're both human? <laughs> well, they're both published authors, right? Yes, I am Who a sold millions of copies. Am I, and I am also an ordained minister, so there. He's not, I doubt. I don't think he is. But. Oh yeah, we both for the same church. You both you both have podcasts. We well, both, one exactly. of you is still going to have a podcast next week. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see about the other. <laughs> we'll see if that kickback comes through again. Um, Malcolm, uh, are you busy? Yeah. Imagine how great would that be? Um, oh, he'd just tear us to shreds. He'd just remind us how stupid we are every turn of the. I think I could hold my own with this dude. I would love to have the opportunity to prove you wrong. <laughs> I know, I could. I could tell you, no. uh, Mr. Lutz referred to calling himself Nimrod earlier. Mm-hmm. That only became an insult when uh, Bugs Bunny, the, the Elmer Fudd, the ra- the started rabbit. using it, and he used it incorrectly. Nimrod was actually a very capable and, uh, you know, uh, feared hunter in, in Greek mythology. Nimble then, with the rod, I believe, is it, right? <laughs> you suck, and that's why I don't say smart things. <laughs> I was listening to you, Phil. I'm like, damn right. I'm a, I'm a hunter. I'm a Greek no, guy. He was thing. a, he was a, he, he was a very, it was like Hercules. But then when Elmer Fudd put that, that on, and then sense. Bugs Bunny made fun of it, that's when it became an insult. There's a, 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 a air traffic controller at our airport. Our airport is a – I know. I'm sorry. We're going over again. Uh, our airport is a training airport. So the FAA uses it to – and they go on their career somewhere else because we're a medium-sized – enough mm-hmm. to train people. We have a new air air traffic controller, and I swear to God, the guy sounds Nimrod. like Elmer Fudd. Oh. No, he sounds like Elmer Fudd. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so, You're flying I mean, very, very well. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's like – 
Five Delta Nine Oak, can you uh, please uh, make a goal wound? I mean, it's, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. You know, uh, someone else who works at the airport listens to this podcast. Let's hope that he doesn't get mad at you and then play this for your boy over there in the yeah, air traffic, air traffic control. control. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's right. <laughs> you, you, you mentioned how good he is at the job. Remember your buddy Taz? Yeah. I remember my buddy Taz. Yeah, I just yeah, saw remember him. Remember him? Hey, Taz, I think you got an extra hour lunch break tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's on this me, buddy. Weekend, it's fact. on me. Yeah. This, yeah. We're, we're city workers. Trust me. We get our lunch <laughs> Fair enough. Four supervisors, one worker. Yeah. Um, on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out MakerTechReviews.com, WilliamLutz.com. Thank you, Justin Sparks. TimSway.net. Thank you, Jason Payne. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, Love, hate, we love it all. Um, on Twitter, it's at Reclaimed Audio. And on uh, and by email, it's info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. On iTunes, please leave us those reviews. We need them. We have them. We got to get more. Uh, they help get viewers and listeners and all that good stuff. So it's tremendous help regardless. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash reclaimed audio. Uh, it's the absolute best way to keep us going. So, so thank you to those who have and uh, thank you to those who will. And, yes. Uh, Amen. And that's that's what I got. So thanks, guys. Have a great week. Be good. Bye, everybody.